Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. NASA believes we're all a bunch of idiots. And I could prove it. Actually, just recently, Lara Leshen, who's the director of NASA and Caltech's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, was uh, interviewed for a local Phoenix-based Fox channel. And uh, she has no, she's never seen any evidence of extraterrestrials. And, uh, but she thinks that we'll find some evidence in the future out in space. And uh, it won't be, most likely won't be intelligent life. It will instead be uh, like algae, it will be single cell organisms like algae in a pool. That's what she thinks. Uh, So either A or B, she's either lying or B, she's either uh, doesn't know, which I find hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that this person doesn't know. That maybe for some reason she's not been read in on the uh, crash retrieval and reverse engineering programs, and uh, knows knows nothing about this. I have that. I find that hard to believe, but I guess it's a possibility. Uh, or you know, or she's just lying. She does. She has been read in on it, and she's just lying to us. Uh, we're we're tired of the lies. I'm tired of of happy smiling faces of people who are at the top of uh, our governments uh, and telling us going on tv and telling us lies right i'm tired of it a lot of us are tired of it but anyway there's an article about this it was in futurism.com and i'll leave the link so you can check it out for yourself it says nasa's jpl director weighs in on those ufo hearings she's not having it absolutely not these are little headlines like she's these little subheads they have in here in this story too to make sure that we know that she knows she's there's nothing to it there's nothing to it. She thinks you're an idiot. Just like the whole whole of NASA believes we're all a bunch of morons. And they we're just sit back. Oh, I guess, well, NASA's right. <laughs> I guess I was wrong the whole time. That little creature I saw when I was a kid, that little alien being that was in the room, that was must have been, uh, maybe it was the pet dog or something instead. And I I, I was just confused. And that, that uh, flying saucer that I saw back in 94... I guess uh, I guess that was uh, a balloon, even though it was as big as a house and moved around like uh, like nothing I've ever seen before. Anyway, continuing here, it says when a reporter bluntly asked Laurie Leshen, the director of NASA and Caltech's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, if she had ever seen or had knowledge of alien spacecraft, she laughed. But that doesn't mean she thinks we're alone in the universe. Of course, wait, let me stop there. Of course, she laughed. <laughs> Aliens? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you seen a spacecraft made from outside this world? A reporter from Phoenix-based broadcaster Fox 10 asked Leshen. Absolutely not, Leshen replied, laughing and shaking her head. No! <laughs> of course she hasn't. Of course anybody who thinks that kind of stuff is a fool. Has anyone ever talked about that with you? The journalist pressed. No, she said. No, of course not. Of course she's nobody's ever told her anything about this. Well, let me just stop there again. Either she's lying or she's not been read in on this stuff. Uh, I have trouble with with uh, the part where the, the, the option that she's not been, re- been read in on it, but I guess it is a possibility. You've got to give the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but my bet, if I, was a, uh, be a, if I was a betting man, I'd put money on it that uh, she's lying. Anyway, continuing here, it says, The interview demonstrated... 
that the JPL director has a knack for diplomacy, diplomacy as she was asked about recent congressional hearings in which whistleblowers claimed that the government was covering up evidence of extraterrestrial UFOs that crash-landed on Earth. Last month, for instance, Air Force veteran David Grush told the House Oversight Committee during an eyebrow-raising hearing that the government had been recovering alien spacecraft over recent decades, efforts that were kept from the public. Uh, okay, it says here, doing eyebrow-raising hearing. Well, my eyebrows didn't raise up. I mean, really. I know maybe some people's eyebrows might have raised up. People who uh, are dummies that haven't been, that have no idea, that have been living in, in, a, in a hole for their whole lives and haven't, you know, even uh, studied this a little bit. Uh, there's nothing really to raise your eye. And when, if, you if you've been reading books about this your whole life and, and uh, books by people like uh, Richard Dolan or Timothy Good, and you know that there's a government cover-up, uh, if you read the Air Force's ex explanation for Roswell and you walked away believing their explanation, then you're a dummy. And uh, But if you read it and you knew, realized that, the, that they were lying, that there's no way that what they're saying here is true, uh, because you know that there's uh, all the well over 100 witnesses that people have uh, interviewed over over the decades. A lot of them, most of them, are gone now. They're not with us anymore. Uh, you would know that the that the Air Force has been lying about that uh, and continues to lie about it. So, yeah, well, there's nothing to rate when the stuff that David Grush was talking about during those hearings. During that hearing, that was there might, there's no reason for eyebrows to get raised. It was. Well, a lot, what a lot of us had suspected for a long time, it was more like, hmm, hmm, yep, that's right. Anyway, continuing here, it says, The hearing garnered a significant amount of media coverage, flooding social media with ridiculous and far-fetched theories about the possible possible existence of aliens, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course, the writer of this article thinks that it's ridiculous and far-fetched. Right, that 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 this this could be true. Well, for some reason, some people have, still have an issue with the reality of this situation. They have, still have an issue. They can't bring themselves to terms with the idea that there's an extraterrestrial presence here. They just can't. They can't see it because they're stupid. That's what the bottom line is. They're just stupid. You know, I talked about it before. I mean, you go outside, you look at the night sky, you see all those stars up there, and you realize. Uh, uh, just the, the billions of, of different planets that are out there that are more, uh, some of them most certainly harboring life uh, and then the fact of the, the millions of people that have stepped forward over the years to talk about ex uh, the uh, encounters that they have had with you with craft that was most certainly not manufactured by any human being because the technology was most certainly beyond anything that we've ever seen before or people that have to deal with these uh, running into a extraterrestrials uh, sometimes so these people are we're, we're being gaslighted that's what this is this is a big giant gaslighting uh, fest well anyway continuing here it says uh i mean obviously there's a lot of interest leshen told the broadcaster our interest is in following the scientific evidence and looking for life elsewhere and i think we have the chance in our lifetimes to answer that question. Whether it's intelligent life, that would be very interesting, obviously, she continued. Translation, either she has, hasn't has seen any extraterrestrial evidence of what the government calls unidentified aerial phenomena. Let me just stop there for a second. No, they don't cover it, call it that anymore. They call it unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAP. Or she can't talk about it if she has. Okay, well, in a way, that that's a, almost a truthful statement there for, from this writer. 
basically saying if or she can't talk about it if she has that means that you know she could be lying or, you know she, he was just putting it nicely here anyway continuing here it says that said leshen made it clear that she can be counted among the growing ranks of people who believe it's entirely possible there's extraterrestrial life out there and that her colleagues are as well let's say i'm going to just say this it's more than possible that it's out there it is out it's here it's actually here some of it is here now it's here now and and let me just put it this way right uh even if if you're a skeptic and and do not believe that there's something here now even if you're the biggest skeptic in the world you have to know that there's something else out there right there's most certainly life on other worlds there's just no question about it there's just no i mean even the the dumbest dummy in the world would know this should should know it but these people nasa we we but we believe that there could be could be no no there is there is there is anyway continuing it says one of our biggest ambitions at jpl is to find life elsewhere we're trying to explore all kinds of places in our solar system and beyond that might have life if you're a scientist the biggest question you can ask is are we alone in the universe so that is what we're trying to answer and we're on the precipice of it now not what not stated in this article she, she also made the comment uh, if you watch this interview, which you'll, you, I'll leave the link here so you can check it out. It has the video in there too. Uh, she also made the statement, of course, that what she thinks that they're going to find in the future, NASA is going to find the evidence that there are like single cell organisms, organisms like algae that you would find in your pool, that they'll find that, but probably not intelligent life, but they're pretty certain they'll find single cell organisms. I, I feel like there's this effort, you know, you see, you hear this sometimes, you know, there's an effort of, of among these uh, people who we put in charge, like especially, uh, you know, within the government, the, sci- the scientists who work for the government. You always hear this kind of stuff. We're, we'll find evidence of, of single-cell organisms like, or bacteria, things like that. There, it seems like there's this, the, like what, we're, what they're trying to accomplish here. Like they know what the truth is, that there is already intelligent life out there. And a lot of them, not a lot of them, but... Uh, uh, there's a, a definitely a percentage of these people that are in government uh, that know that there's extraterrestrials already here, right? But they, what they're trying to do to the rest of us, they're gaslighting us, but they're also, they're like setting up this scenario where what's going to really happen at some point in the future, they're going to find some single cell organism, right, from on some other planet and say, yeah, see, we discovered life, you idiots, you morons. We're, but really what they're trying to say is, hey, see, we're, we've discovered life, a little bit of life. Little, look at this bacteria we found on Mars. That means that there's life in the universe. Uh, there could be. And they're like, they're, they're trying to bring us on to it like they because they think the whole the world as a whole are, are complete absolute dopes right and they're trying to bring us on real slowly see there's life a little bit of life on mars maybe someday we'll find uh maybe some sort of a little animal or something someplace and then maybe maybe then we'll graduate you finally to the reality that there are intelligent beings out there somewhere it seems like they're trying to work us up this ladder like slowly but see, the problem is a lot of us already know that there's something here. So there's the things out there because they're coming here. But they want to make it seem like, oh, yeah, we're going to discover life first someplace else. Because uh, in their minds, or so, for some reason, they, they think that it would be bad if the human race as a whole learns that we've been found by somebody else before we found something. That would be bad for the human race's ego or something. That's what it seems like to me. 
whatever the case i don't i don't know what it is but it's just what it seems like to me like they're gonna we're gonna graduate slowly up to that ladder till we finally get to the point where we discover um, amoeba a single a single cell organism somewhat on some place Maybe, maybe off a meteorite that bounced off Mars and then somehow tra- the trajectory sent it hurtling toward Earth. And see this little rock that came from Mars? Look at, there's, there's life on there now. See that? We're, we're getting somewhere. You idiots, you dumbbells, you morons. And then they laugh about it at their annual Christmas parties and talk about how stupid the whole human race is. That's how I see it anyway. It feels like that, doesn't it? It feels like we're just being had. That they're, the people who know just yell at these idiots. No, they're too dumb. They can't handle it. We could. We're smarter than they are. Now, we know that NASA for years has been uh, lying about UFOs. I mean, we just know this. I mean, there has been different astronauts like Edgar Mitchell, Mitchell had talked about this, the late Ed, Edgar Mitchell. And, of course, uh, uh, Gordon Cooper, the late Gordon Cooper. He was, uh, uh, he's, oh, here's an article here about him on vocal.media. Uh, he's known as the, uh, he, he was one of the original ast- astronauts on, for NASA's Mercury program. Cooper's extraordinary career reached its pinnacle on May 15, 1963, when he piloted the final Mercury spaceflight, Mercury Atlas 9, also known as the Faith 7 mission, making him the first American to spend over a day in space. And he had encounters with UFOs, and uh, and he, he, he encountered cover-ups. We're going to talk about that. So NASA's, NASA's, they're just a bunch of liars. You can't, NASA, when they say they don't know anything, right, uh, well, maybe we'll find life out there someplace else. They're lying. They're lying. You know, we'll, fi- well, maybe we'll find life. We'll find a minuscule bacteria somewhere on, on some planet someday. Probably not, not, probably not intelligent life. When you're telling you this stuff, they're just, they're, they're treating you like you're a dumb child. You know, anyway, continuing here, it says, despite his remarkable achievements in space, space exploration, it is Cooper's encounters with UFOs that have made him a prominent figure in the annals of ufology. In 1951, while serving as a test pilot at Edwards Air Force Base, Cooper had his first encounter with a UFO. He witnessed a green glowing object flying at incredible speeds, outmaneuvering any known aircraft at the time. This sighting left an indelible mark on Cooper, sparking his lifelong interest in the phenomenon. Years later, in 1957, Cooper, now a captain in the Air Force, had another inexplicable encounter during a classified mission. While overseeing a film crew at Edwards Air Force Base, he and his team discovered a metallic saucer-shaped object landing in a dry lake bed. Cooper swiftly captured the event on film, but when he sent the footage to Washington, it mysteriously disappeared, leaving him without tangible evidence of his extraordinary sighting. So yeah, uh, they filmed this UFO that landed and then took off. It was filmed, sends the, sends the film off to Washington, never heard another thing about it after that because it was covered up. Intriguingly, it was during Cooper's tenure at NASA that his most famous UFO sighting occurred. On May 15, 1963, during his record-breaking 34-hour space flight aboard Faith 7, he reported seeing a glowing green object trailing his capsule. Cooper observed this phenomenon for a full 20 minutes, capturing the event on film using a specially modified camera. Unfortunately, upon his return to Earth, the film was confiscated by NASA and remains classified to this day. 
Yeah, remains classified, remains covered up to this day. NASA, they never even heard of it. They're just a bunch of liars. You can't trust them. When it comes to, again, when it comes to UFOs, you can't trust the Pentagon. Always remember that. Always remember that. They're always lying to you. Lying for years and years and years and years. And you know what? It's not just, you know, NASA, they they are most certainly under the thumb of the secret control group and the Pentagon when it comes to this stuff. They're not allowed to talk about UFOs. They're not allowed to talk about objects in space that are clearly not man-made. All that information gets passed on to another agency, and that's where it goes. We all know this. We all know that NASA's been lying for decades, and they continue to lie. They're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down... Again, you have this lady now, uh, the the JPL director telling you, you <laughs> laughing about it, laughing at you. Basically, she's laughing at you because she thinks you're stupid, along with the rest of them there. They think you're stupid. Okay, moving on. Now, uh, there's still some hope in Congress, it seems. Uh, Tim Burchette, the uh, representative from Tennessee, who has been really a big-time advocate for ending ufo secrecy and bringing to light the reality that there is a ufo crash retrieval and reverse engineering program ongoing uh has now launched a uap caucus it's a bipartisan effort and they've this new caucus this new uap caucus has sent a letter to the uh, intelligence community inspector general about uap retrieval programs apparently this seems to be an effort by burchette and his buddies to uh get up finally establish a select committee at some point in the future that's what it seems like anyway we'll talk well here, here was a press release from tim burchette's office it says uh u.s congressman tim burchette recently launched the unidentified anomalous phenomena caucus and led five of his colleagues on the caucus in a letter to the inspector general of the intelligence community thomas a monheim the members asked for follow-up information regarding david grush's testimony in the recent hearing on unidentified anomalous phenomena during the hearing on July 26th, in the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability, Air Force veteran and former intelligence officer David Grush said he could not provide specific details regarding UAP crash retrieval programs or UAP reverse engineering programs because those details are classified. However, he testified that he provided the details to the intelligence community inspector general's office. Burchette and his colleagues requested information from the intelligence community inspector general regarding which people and facilities are involved with UAP crash retrieval programs and reverse engineering programs. And then he has the copy of the letter here that you could check out. Uh, It says, Dear Inspector General Monheim, on July 26th, the House Oversight and Accountability Subcommittee on National Security, the Border and Foreign Affairs held a hearing on UAP. During the hearing, Air Force veteran and intelligence officer David Grush declined to answer several questions in a public setting, stating that the information requested was classified and would need to be conducted in a skiff at the appropriate classification level. Specifically, Grush could not provide the names or titles of individuals with first-hand knowledge of or direct access to UAP crash retrieval programs. Similarly, Mr. Grush could not provide the names or titles of individuals with first-hand knowledge of or direct access to UAP reverse engineering programs. However, Mr. Grush testified that he provided this information to the Intelligence Community Inspector General's office. Considering Mr. Grush's testimony was under oath, we request answers to the following questions. Which intelligence community members 
positions, facilities, military bases, or other actors are involved with UAP crash retrieval programs directly or indirectly. Two, which intelligence community members, positions, facilities, military bases, or other actors are involved with UAP reverse engineering programs directly or indirectly? Please respond to these questions by September 15, 2023. If the information requested in the questions above contain classified material, we request access to this information in a secure setting no later than September 26th. Thank you for your attention on this matter. Well, I'll tell you, it'll be very interesting to see what the inspector general's response is going to be to this. Uh, it would be nice if he does if he does agree to meet with them. Um, we're going to see what happens here. Maybe uh, we'll find. Maybe this will help finally lead to the uh, the establishment of a House Select Committee. Which, that, if you had a Select Committee, that would be some uh, on UAF, UFOs. That would be able to. That would be uh, uh, that that something like that. You'd be able to subpoena different people. To bring the people before Congress who who have the direct knowledge of this, the people who uh, whom Grush had talked to, you know, so that would be that's what we need. We need to have the people with the direct knowledge. You know, Grush talked to a lot of different people. Some of them, some of which he said had direct knowledge of this, and some of these people had showed him uh, documentation related to this, uh, to 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 what they uh, were working on. So. And and I'm I I have to wonder I'm, I'm the inspector general most likely has some of this documentation and the inspector general knows who these people are so yeah the inspector general should be compelled to meet with the elected officials the people that we elected and have in office who are, who want to know the answers to these questions not unelected people who should, unelect right now it seems like there are unelected people who are calling the shots which is absolutely absurd. It's like, what kind of government government is this? It's supposed to be a democracy. A, a democracy. We elect people to serve us. We and they put people in the positions uh, to to uh, in government positions. But those government positions, they're not elected. They're unelected positions. So those people are supposed to respond to the people uh, who get elected. It's as simple as that. But for some reason, when it comes to the UFO subject, there are people who are controlling this who aren't elected. That's what's going on. So hopefully this leads to something more. I mean, we, we, we need to get this House Select Committee going. That's what we need. We have people trying to block this, like uh, this Mike Turner keeps going on TV. Of course, as we all know, Mike Turner, he's the chairman of the House uh, Intelligence Committee where this, these hearings should be taking place, but he doesn't want to do it, right? Because this guy received, over the last 10 years, he's received over a million bucks from defense contractors. And as we know, defense contractors... Um, you know they they're part of the control group that actually they comprise the control group uh researchers claim and i i, I agree with that i think that it's the uh, mostly uh, people within the uh, control group are people who are from defense contractors like lockheed martin and so on and so forth and uh, i believe that the pentagon basically serves as bodyguards to these uh to this group to the secret control group who's just doesn't want to you know serve up the goods and just want to stingily sit on it and keep the uh, the world uh, in in the dark on this continue to do this uh, but hopefully this is going to be a step forward and we are, we are supposed to also have some senate hearings upcoming and uh I, as far as i know they haven't been scheduled yet but uh hopefully that starts moving forward to here soon too okay uh i want to 
Now I want to talk about the uh, some of the polls I have run on Spotify recently, and uh, I guess we're going to start off uh, for the episode. Some people will see extraterrestrials as God, said Har- Harvard's Avi Loeb. I asked this question: Would revelation of the extraterrestrial truth upend religions of the world? So far, I have 71 votes on this one with 24 days left. Uh, 46 people, or 64.8%, say no, while 25 people, or 35.2%, say yes. I have to side with the no's on this one because uh, I, I think it will upend some religions, but there's a lot of religions, well, many, many, there's thousands of religions in this this world, and and some of the bigger ones, they're, they're, they're already prepared for this. They've already been thinking about this. The Catholic Church, for instance, they're, they... Yeah, so what? You know, that's how they feel about it. You know, they, yeah, so God created other beings. Yeah, it doesn't really change much. That's how they're going to handle it. And their congregates will will go, will, you know, they'll get the, the marching orders and they'll be okay with it too. Okay, then for the episode, uh, did ETs make Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 disappear into a wormhole? I asked the question, are aliens responsible for the disappearance of Malaysia Airlines Flight MH370? And uh, I've had 130 votes so far with 26 days left. Um, 58 people, or 44.6%, say no. 45 people or 34.6% say maybe and 27 people or 20.8% say yes. I have to side with the maybes on this one I because I don't know. I just have no idea. and We just don't know what happened to it. Could have just crashed. It could have been a pilot that went nuts. We just don't know. We have no clue. Somebody could have shot it down maybe. We just no clue. There's no real evidence. There was... Allegedly, some de- apparently some debris that was discovered about for, for this, but uh, did extraterrestrials have any? Maybe I guess it could have been maybe, could have been maybe. Extraterrestrials could have been responsible. They have uh, uh, we've there are stories where they have downed uh, military jets. We do know about that, uh, and there are stories where they downed just regular, uh, you know, passing you know, re- regular. Uh, private jet, private planes like uh, the Frederick Valentich case from 1978 in Australia. We just don't know. We have no answers on the on that Malaysia flight, so we're never going to know. Could have been anything. We just could be, you know, maybe it could be extraterrestrials, but there's like ten other things that could have happened too. Okay, uh, for the episode, Washington Post attempts to further discredit UFO whistleblower David Grush. I asked this question, will the legalized bribery of politicians ultimately derail the effort to disclose the truth about ETs and UFOs for the foreseeable future? 76 votes so far, uh, 47 people or 61.8% say yes, 29 people or 38.2% say no. I'm going to go with the minority on this one. I'm going to go with the no's because I don't think it's going to. I think that there are certain people within Congress right now that are interested, have seen enough behind the scenes apparently. and They, they, they know everything that we know plus, right? The people like Tim Burchett and that bipartisan group, Chuck Schumer and certain senators apparently are interested in this. They, they've seen some things that we have not seen, things that I'm sure have convinced them that there's something here and that it's time that the public knows about it. I, I think that they realize, okay, we, we can't sit on this anymore. They've seen some things behind the scenes now. Uh, 
and it's time to get the truth out. They, I'm sure that they understand that there is a crash retrieval and reverse engineering program. They're probably, uh, some of them are probably 100% certain. They've seen enough, and they, they want to see more, and they believe that the American people need to see more. And they're not going to be uh, persuaded by campaign contributions like people like Mike Turner apparently is, uh, the chairman of the House uh, Intelligence Committee. Uh, and among others, we know that there's people out there that are just complete. All these politicians, for the most part, are bought and paid for. But I think that the, some of them, when it comes to this subject, I don't think that, I think some of them are like, you know what? Uh, we can't be. We can't. I'm not going to accept bribery, illegalized bribes just to keep this quiet, just so I have more campaign dollars. I just can't see it. But for some of them, yeah. But I think some of them are like uh, sincerely want the truth out on this. They think it's time. You know, they want. They think people should know that we're not alone, right? We're, we're tired of it. They're tired of it. They're tired of the gaslighting. They're tired of the nonsense. They're tired of these liars telling us nonsense. We're, they're sick of it. So I, I'm going with the nose on that one. Okay. Um, next one for the episode, Scientists Work in Secret on Recovered UFOs slash Spielberg Produces Netflix UFO Docuseries. Now, I asked this this question. Of the following recent documentary films about UFOs and extraterrestrials, which one have you watched? Which ones have you watched? Uh, And I had five different choices here, and we'll start from the bottom and go up. Okay, Missing 411, UFO, the UFO connection. 19 people, or 13.7% said they saw that one. That was a pretty good one. I liked that one. I, I did do a podcast about that a while ago when it came out. I really enjoyed that one. It was very interesting. I think that there are cases that seem to people have been uh, abducted permanently by extraterrestrials for reasons unknown, and uh, and I think this that documentary uh, pretty much detailed some of those cases where I think that that was the could have been the case, most likely the case actually. Okay, aerial phenomenon uh, received twenty one only twenty one people or fifteen point one percent say they've seen aerial phenomenon. And that one, to, uh, for me, is my favorite one out of this bunch. I think it's the most important one. Uh, I think uh, to me, it, it constitutes evidence, proof of the extraterrestrial reality. Uh, you know, you could actually, if you wanted to, you could get a Blu-ray of that movie and put it into a, a briefcase and have that briefcase. Uh, handcuffed uh, and uh, to your hand and you can walk around with it and feel pretty important because you, you would actually be walking around with actual evidence of the extraterrestrial reality because there's no question in my mind that that aerial phenomenon of all the cases in the world that's the best one that constitutes evidence that we are not alone and I don't know how, how the rest of the world doesn't see this but if they saw if everyone in the world were to sit down and watch that movie they would know Right. To me, that movie constitutes proof, not just this movie, but any kind of documentary on this show. If anybody were to sit down and watch those kids talking when they were originally interviewed back in uh, 1994 about what they saw, it, how could it, it's, like you, it's like you're being shown, oh, there's evidence, so we are not alone. You could, anybody who would see that would walk away saying, we're not alone. Uh, if you don't, then there's something wrong with you. Okay, next in line um, was... The Phenomenon, that received 30 votes or 21.6%. That was a great documentary film uh, from 2020 that was made by James Fox. I loved that movie. It was uh, one of the best movie, one of the best documentaries I've seen that basically talks about the entire uh, 
phenomenon. The everything, all different kinds of stories, including the aerial phenomenon. Uh, incredible documentary, very well put together, very well loved it, loved every minute of it. I've talked about that one before. It's a great one. Next in line was Moment of Contact, which that's another James Fox documentary. Uh, Thirty-one people, or twenty-two point three percent, say they watched that one. That was about the Virginia Brazil case from nineteen ninety-six. Very interesting documentary. Yes, uh, more recent, and uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, and then finally, Bob Lazar, uh, 38 people, or 27.3%, said they saw that one. More people watched the Bob Lazar documentary, of course. That was from a few years ago from Jeremy Corbell. It was a great documentary. I really enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, yeah, of course, as some people know, I I, uh, I believe that Bob Lazar is telling the truth. doesn't make me right. Maybe I'll be, uh, you know, turn will turn out someday that I'm a, uh, I'm wrong on that one, but I just have not seen the evidence so far that just shows that he's lying, and I think what he's saying is true. I just don't see why he would be telling this lie for all these years. Uh, this guy has really not made any money off this. It's not like it was some sort of a, a boost to his career in any way. Uh, so I, I think he's telling the truth. doesn't make me right, but that's where I stand. And then, most recently, uh, the most recent episode, the, uh, episode I did was UFO Debunker Green Street Continuously Attacks UFO Disclosure Advocates. I asked this question, why does Debunker Stephen Green Street consistently attack the people pushing to end UFO secrecy? So far, I've received 50 votes. Okay, and uh, we're going to start with the uh, least voted uh, uh, response. Uh, five people, or only 10%, voted for stupidity. They think he's stupid. Yeah, could be, could be. Six people, or 12%, said he's a crackpot. Now, I say he's a crackpot. As everyone who, anyone who listens to the podcast knows, my feeling is he's just nuts. That's what I think. I think he's just a crackpot. And that was tied with childish grudges. Six people voted for that, or 12%. Could be just childish grudges that he's had against people in the ufo community maybe lou elizano didn't return a phone call at one time and he took it the wrong way and he decided to take this route also tied with just six votes is boss makes him uh, do this boss boss is making him do this rupert murdoch owns the new york post six people of course are saying this or 12 percent, just like the other two uh, i i don't believe that i don't think that that's the case that that this new york post is telling him to uh, report it like this, uh, you know, act like an idiot, act like a jerk online. I just don't see it. Uh, I don't think they care what this guy does. I don't think the New York. I think the New York Post is one of the most trashiest newspapers in the world, um, and I don't think. I think they, they sensationalize things, and they also don't. They're not a truthful. They're not. They're, they they can't really trust anything in something like the New York Post. It's 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 like Weekly World News or something like that. Like it's just total trash. Okay, then next was fear of ET reality. Nine people voted for that one, or eighteen percent. Yeah, he could be afraid that uh, he uh, he just doesn't like to. He can't accept it, right? Now this guy himself has seen a UFO in his in his life, so but he just can't accept that that there could be extraterrestrials here. He like I believe that that's what Mick West, the debunker Mick Mick West problem is. I think he just fears this so much that he has to always keep coming up with uh, bogus explanations for uh, the phenomenon. 
that could be it. And then now the most votes that it, uh, uh, was for Pentagon pays him. 18 people voted for this one, or 36%. And I do not agree with that one. I don't think the Pentagon is paying this guy uh, to to be a debunker and to and to act so vile on, on online and, and disparage the people involved in uh, ending UFO secrecy the way he does. I just don't see the Pentagon doing that. Uh, I know that he seems uh, apparently Green Street ha- is associated with the Pentagon spokesperson Susan Go. Uh, apparently, there's some sort of uh, you know are they friends or something? I'm that's what it's, people say. I don't really know. I just don't think that the Pentagon would pay him for this. I just don't think that's the case. I just don't believe that. Um, that just doesn't make me right, you know. But that's that's right. I think he's just crazy. I think this guy's a crackpot. And it could he could be a crackpot for a lot of different reasons too. I mean, it could be that a lot of different uh, factors have led to this. That's just, that's just my belief. Doesn't make me right though. Anyway, uh, I just want to say thank you for joining me. Until next time.